Well, hello, lovely people. It has been a while since our last podcast, but you are dialed into the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. Real content, real talk. Thank you for listening, sharing your time with me. I have a great topic for you. I call it the bounce back effect. The bounce back effect. It's a great statement to basically highlight the concept of resilience. I was having a conversation with a client this uh, afternoon. We were talking about 2020 and the unfolding dramas which ensued one after the other, after the other, after the other. And one of the things that he said to me was, as a society, we really had to learn how to be resilient. And I concurred. I thought, wow, that's absolutely, absolutely true and quite um, important of a concept and fact that as a society, as an individual, what have you, that resilience is one of the key ingredients that helps us to move forward in life. We, without forward movement, um, we, we stay stuck. We stay in a loop, a pattern. And I did talk about that cycle and pattern and all of that in a previous podcast. So when it comes to the idea of resilience, that thing that whole idea helps us to move forward but before I even get even further into it and providing some key skills that you could take with you let us dive into what that actually means what resilience actually means and psychological resilience is the ability to cope mentally or emotionally with a crisis or to return to pre-crisis status quickly Resilience exists when the person uses mental processes and behaviors in promoting personal assets and protecting self from the potential negative effects of stressors. That's Wikipedia. You know, they're quick to go to to look at things. According to Everyday Health, resilience is the ability to withstand adversity and bounce back from difficult life events. So we have um, pretty much condensed the Wikipedia definition into a smaller chunk. The ability to withstand adversity and bounce back from difficult life events. And look, we're all going to have them. We're all going to have life events that are difficult. How we choose to get through those difficult life events will be very unique to each and every one of us completely individual. There is no one-size-fits-all methodology to be able to quote-unquote bounce back. However, the option to do that is very much available to you. Resilience is not some mythical, uh, unattainable thing. It's in your own mind. It's in your own being. It's in your gut. It's in your heart. It's in your will your sheer willpower to want to achieve something, to do something, to get through something, to face something head on. And that is what resilience is. We all have that capability and that ability to bounce back. So when it comes to the bounce back, there are five key stress resilience skills that you can employ. One, self-awareness. For me, self-awareness simply means knowing what my limitations are, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, which is not a bad thing, by the way. It is good to know what those are because then you can create healthy boundaries. We might look at quote-unquote weaknesses as a negative. Try not to do that because 
knowing what those are for yourself, again, you can create healthy boundaries, know what you need to do to better, you know, uh, take care of yourself, self-care practices, so on and so forth. Moving forward to number two, attention, flexibility and stability of focus. In other words, not being overly distracted, not being outside of yourself, focusing on everybody else's drama and everybody else's stuff and therefore letting it become your drama and your issues. So rather than to do that, focusing your mind on that which matters most, which is focusing on a healthier mind state, healthy boundaries, knowing who you are as a person, as a complete whole individual, independent of everything and everyone else, just that core sense of self of who you are as a human being in this world. Okay. Number three is letting go of anything that is the root cause of suffering mentally and emotionally and letting go of habits and activities that might be unhealthy physically and could cause an imbalance from a neurological standpoint. In other words, for example, smoking cigarettes and excessive alcohol consumption. Those do have Uh, an impact on our neural hormonal secretions in our brain. They oftentimes interfere with those processes, which might create a different type of perspective when we look at something. It then might create more, uh, exacerbate serotonin levels. It might create other types of Uh, chemical reactions that then affect our mood and so when we have these substances floating around in our bloodstream and in our brain secretions that is a problem when we need to be clear thinking so those are the habits and activities that would really not be helpful and would be worth considering letting go as an example Letting go of anything emotionally and mentally that is a disruption for you or a disturbance to you, that is also very important because that will help to lower your stress levels and create more harmony and balance in your brain secretion of neurohormonal uh, activities. Again, balancing the brain, balancing the body with both, both of them have to be in sync. When one is not in sync, it does affect the other. So they can't be un, they can't be out of sync for too long if you are looking to create wholeness in your life and to create and to cultivate these types of techniques for yourself. So you're going to have to, you know, make some decisions about whether or not you want to hang on to things or let them go. Again, that's a personal choice. It's completely up to you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not here to judge you either. I'm just sharing information that might be useful for you, I think, hopefully so, as you're listening to the podcast. Last but not least, accessing and sustaining positive emotion. Well, how do, how do we do that? That can be done by engaging in perhaps mind-body practices, meditation, yoga, tai chi, qigong. Heck, you can go to the gym and exercise and kind of work out some of those you know, pent up feelings and just like put, you know, take it out on the, the squat rack, right? I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. It's what I do for myself anyway. Um, positive self-talk, spending time around positive people, people that actually will help lift you up. 
and look it's a it's a reciprocal engagement because we want to bring to the table in our relationships things that are positive as well granted we all go through stuff things happen in life and we're going to feel away and we want to share those feelings with others so long as it's not a complaint jam session and that we're dumping on the other person and then the other person is stuck listening and having to just be in the moment with you now that's counterproductive no one wins in a scenario like that it's not beneficial for you or the other person in fact it's somewhat kind of selfish because then the other person is just you know burdened with this pouring outpouring of stuff that they're not quite sure how to manage on top of what they have to manage for themselves so it is sort of putting the other person first to a degree when you think about uh, communicating how you feel about something that's bothering you quote-unquote venting let the venting and jam session be reduced and limited share your perspective share how you feel limit it don't go on and on and then perhaps ask what their thoughts are in an objective manner that they can share what their ideas and perspectives are and have more of a sort of a powwow sort of a power of the minds jam session instead of the other because that's productive right both people then benefit both people can then learn something new about their own certain their own personal circumstances because they had the conversation with you so that's a win-win scenario right for you and the other individual so positive people positive things positive habits positive um, activities things that are going to help to imbue a positive mental state again it's not something that's going to come easily but it will come and it will materialize and you'll start to notice a change in how you think and how you feel which is the idea here that's the very idea to cultivating resilience bounce back effect that you can go through a crisis like what we've experienced in 2020 like what we continue to experience with COVID-19 and various you know pandemic things and lingering issues regarding uh, the disease and and find our resilience in that find our bounce back effect with that know that you're doing all the things that are going to help you be at your best with your health that you're doing everything that's going to help boost your immunity uh, you know whatever your beliefs are regarding vaccinations again I'm not trying to tell you what to do but you're doing the things necessary regardless to protect yourself and those around you uh, in your immediate circle uh, you know that you're doing the right things for yourself and again keeping others in mind to a fair extent because well we can't control everybody obviously we can't control anybody outside of ourselves but we can do the best that we can to, to play nice in the sandbox that's what I'm saying with that in mind resilience is going to require you to think a particular kind of way it's going to require you to make a decision in your mind and say okay i'm going to bounce back from this situation i'm not going to idle in it i'm not going to revel in it i'm not going to stew in it i'm not going to brood i'm not going to be in a complaint jam session with with 50 different people which only helps to exacerbate the condition not help it so rather than to do all of those things you're going to do the complete opposite which is great so doing the complete opposite doing things that are going to uplift you create more wholeness more balance more strength of mind and body 
you're going to be like in such a great place. And you can be sad. You can be upset. You can feel away. You can be angry. You could it really express you're discontent about something with a loved one that is someone that you can learn from or that you both learn from each other that can be a, a benefit for you and you a benefit to them as well. So you can feel whatever it is that you need to feel, but also recognize that in that moment of feeling or in those moments of feeling that you're doing the other necessary things to help work through them, process them, manage them, and then come out on the other end in a sort of a triumphant way. You know, you're succeeding, you're winning because you're choosing to win. So resilience can't live without it. Me, I can't live without it. It's it's the way I've been living my life for the last, gosh, you know, number of years specifically, consciously anyway, really focusing on resilience, consciously focusing on resilience and dipping into my toolbox of things that help me to to maintain myself as best as I can and even when I fall short even when I fall on the ground I try to find a way to pick myself back up even if that means I have to sit there for a minute and just lay there and recom you know recompose myself then that's what I'm going to do and then eventually I'll get up dust my shoulders off and get back to it and try to figure it out I often tell myself Colette everything is going to be fine everything is going to work out don't worry about it just keep doing what you're doing it will all work out that's my self-talk and on that note I bid you farewell thank you for tuning into the unconventional yogi podcast you've been great I'll be back at it again very soon and have a great one Ciao for now.